Welcome to the Tech Ranch. Now, here is your host, the guru of geek, Marlo Anderson. Marla, you're sitting over there giggling for some reason. I, I don't know why. I don't know either. You, you got this cat that ate the canary look about you this morning. Well, you know, I, I, uh, I hate to admit this, but I like snow. I do, too. I don't like the 30 below wind chill we're going to get that, later this that week. That I don't like either, but I Snow do. all you want as long as it's, you know, yeah. that 27 degrees and snowing, 24 to 20, perfect. Yep. I'll take that all the time. Yep. And not too windy. The issue right now, of course, is, you know, for actually getting 10 inches. So I didn't even know all this until I walked in here. We got snow ago. globe snow going right now. That's cool. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, 10 inches of snow. I need I need to hurry up. I have an invention I'm working on. I need to hurry up and get that done. I know I you do. We got to yeah. work on that. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I want to talk about uh, your EV story, your charging story, because apparently <laughs> that won't go away. And, and, and we're going to get an update on that because uh, you know that ten oh, minute story that we turned into an hour, hour last week, over an hour, actually. over an hour, yeah. and, and it's still going, folks. Yeah. Uh, we'll find out about that uh, in just a little bit. But I want to give you an opportunity to rant a little bit this morning. You're in a ranting kind of mood. I am in a ranting mood. You got that movie, ranting so. look about you. Well, you know, I love technology, as you know, but there are some times that maybe not so much. So, are you getting angry like the AI? I'm just not. No. Okay, just checking. We'll talk about that. Uh, yeah, a little bit too. Um, rule two thirty is on the on yep. the thing today. Robocalls. We're going to be talking about yeah, those. I just had another one of those. I bet you'd like to make money off of my those. Google listing. Is apparently. Needs to be verified. Yeah, obviously yeah. you should probably get. You can that make verified. money off of that. Yeah, yeah. So okay, gonna, we'll talk about that. Yeah, too. we'll talk about that too. So, yeah. So my rant, you know, um, this has been going on for a little bit already, I guess. But I love the sensors in my car, but one particular set of sensors this time of year I do not like, and that is tires. The air pressure. Ah, tires. I knew it. I knew it. And I'm like, why did they not assume that the tire pressure or the temperature outside would go up and down? And maybe maybe they do, but I'm tired of filling my tires up so the sensors go off, and then when it gets warm outside, then then it's like you know my, I think my ultimate is two point four for tire pressure, and of course then it gets up to two point eight three, and then you're like I got to take some air out of these tires now, so 2. I do 4, that. Two point four, two point eight. What? Did, well, two point four is the the ultimate tire pressure for my car. For mine, the mine's thirty six pounds. I'm not sure what 2.4 is then. I was wondering that myself, actually, because it's Kilograms? Not, it's got to be a metric equivalent, I'm to guessing. about 36 pounds? So I don't know. It we'll just says 2.4. The yeah, there you okay. go. Uh, but anyway, right now I have two tires that are under 2, so they're like 1.8, 1.9. Well, blinky like, light comes on, doesn't can it? You, and then, of course, it's got the worn, the engine worn light that, I mean, normally you would think would be just for maybe some other thing going on. Then you're like, oh, it's just my tire pressure? Are you kidding me again? <laughs> it's like the thing is always on right now. How low do you think that's going to be on Thursday morning? That's a good question. Friday morning. I will probably put air in the tires yeah. between then because I, 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 it's, it's an below, annoyance to me every time I get in there. Yeah, I bet yeah. it really gets down there. Yeah. So you knew where exactly where I was going. Does this bother you as well? It bothers everybody. Really? You're driving along. Really? Yeah. And, and then you almost have to go to a service department or someplace that's got the automatic filler because sitting out in the cold going, right, 
Am I there yet? Yes. Oh, wait a minute. I put too much in. Yep. The light won't come off. Yeah. Oh, crap. Yeah. And and that's actually what happened to me not too long ago. I, I was filling it up, and I'm like, the light's not going off, and it's not showing a change in it. And then I drive out of my garage and oh, drive yeah. down the street, and all of a sudden it's like 3.2, and I'm like, what? Because it doesn't tell you that uh, the tire pressure will appear while driving? Yeah. Yeah. So, so you have to drive, Marlo. So I really, yeah. I really overfilled that time. Yeah, it doesn't so. tell you what the pressure is when you're not driving. <laughs> that's the other. Anyway. That's the other frustrating part about it. I mean, the great thing, of course, is I mean, I, I will admit that uh, uh, I was driving one time here not too long ago, and all of a sudden, I'm it comes on, and I, I notice that it's slowly dropping down. And I'm like, oh my goodness, what the heck is going on? Of course, I drove into a service shop and I picked up a nail. You know, that's a great scenario, right? Love that scenario because I'd have never known otherwise until I had a flat tire or blew out on the highway, you know. So there you go. Um, you know when I get nails in my tires? When? Every time I get brand new tires. Why do you think that is? I don't know. But older tires, not so much. That's interesting. New tires. Interesting. I don't know what it is. Hmm. Uh, so <laughs> just to play off that a little bit. So yeah. I worked at a radio station. We had a, a big Hummer for our station vehicle. And... Had an air compressor in the back, right? You would think that, because airbags, you would think that that air compressor would be able to automatically fill tires, but no, you had to hook up an air hose and if you had a low tire, because they had the really big tires. Cool truck. I love that truck. I didn't like the eight miles per gallon of that truck, but I love that truck. That was fun to drive. But had an air compressor in the back. Yes. But didn't autofill. You should, would think that there would be, have the ability, if you have the sensor in there, the ability to autofill a tire. So I just, just looked this up to see if I can turn that off, right? Yes, there is a sophisticated yet non-invasive method of disabling <laughs> your tire pressure monitoring system. All you have to do is use an emulator designed to bypass the TPMS. The TPMS bypass emulator is a small box-like device equipped with technology to turn off your tire pressure monitoring system. What? Okay, that's kind of like the uh, the vehicles now where you, for an upcharge, you can get an internal combustion engine on for, yes. for a mileage extender yes. on your electric vehicle. You have to buy something extra to turn off the sensor like piece. We were already there. It's like it's like having to fill up my my electric vehicle. See, I thought you were going to say it was like uh, you know turning the seatbelt buzzer off. I was wondering that where too. It's like uh, turn your key, click, 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 then push the radio button four times, and then insert and pull out the. And they do have those type of weird things it's to do. Weird. It's Come, weird. I'm like seriously. Yeah. Yeah, they have Fords these weird the They never shut up. And, and the process, I'm like, how are all these things connected? Yeah. Well, That's they, the technology side. So I'm like, really? The radio, the key, the well, clicking they, the seat They belt, do that so that... It, turn your rear window defroster on and, it, and exactly. you can turn off the buzzer. What? They weird. do that weird thing because they just think that there's nobody in real life circumstances that would ever do this combination to disable it. So they really, come because up with you know how annoying things. that is when yeah. it doesn't shut off. And I understand that's why that. I drive GMs yeah. because they shut up after a while. Yeah. This should be a this should be a weekly thing, our weekly rant. Really, we should just add that to the show. Are you an angry, angry? Person? Hey, speaking of show, <laughs> by the way. You know, we were supposed to announce this last week already. Oh, we, we were. to do that. 
We didn't. We didn't. We told everybody, like, at the beginning of the year that in the middle of February we were going to announce a, tell you what, a new thing. Yeah. But a uh, uh, little show announcement. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Who's going to make it? I don't know. But we'll, but we'll make it in a minute because I have to, uh, um, well, I kind of have to call you out a little bit. Uh-oh. It's not Fat Tuesday. Well, kind of, it, well it is Fat Tuesday. No, it's not. It is no, too. It not, is so. not Fat Tuesday. It is so. No, it's National Punchkey Day. Well, that is as well. Can you spell Punchkey? Yeah, that's how you pronounce it. It is Punchkey. Don't but look it up. Oh, I have to. You, no, <laughs> I'm cheating right now. Um, P a c z k i. I don't know why I thought there was a t in there, but yeah, p a k p a c p a c z k i Punchkey. Yeah, yeah. You know what a Punchkey is? It's kind of a donut. With a jelly filling, in. yeah, it's kind of like a Bismarck, can... but it usually they're powdered, right? Um, and the reason I know about them is having lived in Michigan. There was a town called Posen, which was all Polish and had national or uh, Posen Potato Festival was a big thing. But nobody there knew today as Fat Tuesday, it was Punchki Day. Really? Yeah, nobody knew what. Fat Tuesday was. That was is interesting. Punchy day because it was where it is at. And it is kind of made out of potatoes, if I remember right. Yeah, it, it, it is. is. It's it, a, uh, like a potato doughy. I mean, yeah. I think similar to potato pancakes yeah, in a well, way. Or right? potato but, rolls. Or potato rolls. Except there you go. a sweet potato roll. So they sound amazing. Yeah. And I hear you good. can actually get them here locally. Well, I was curious of. one a few years ago, and I went and looked, and I was like, you know what? Fat Tuesday, it's Punchkey Day. I hadn't thought about Punchkeys for a while, and... Walmart had them. That's amazing to me. Walmart had punchkeys. So there you go. If you want to know what a punchkey is, again, that's P-A-C-Z-K-I. Punchkey. Um, go to Walmart. Yeah, it's Polish. It's Yeah, they're actually kind of like a powdered potato. Donany. Like a Bismarck, but yeah, different. Yeah. Kind of good, though. Check it out. Uh, also, uh, National uh, Pancake Day. It is pancake. So you didn't bring pancakes and you didn't bring punch keys. Yeah. It's actually International Pancake Day today. Okay. IHOP. So I is IHOP doing their pancake day today? I don't know. We don't have an IHOP. We don't. And and I know that it usually is about this time as well. There's a little crossover between International Pancake Day and you know what? I need to look that up. And National Pancake Day. Yeah, and of course today's Fat Tuesday, the well, Tuesday because, before Ash Wednesday. That's because it's that's and because Mardi it's Gras pancake season. day because of Ash or because of Fat Tuesday. So pancakes are the most consumed food in the world today because of Fat Tuesday. Really? Yeah, it's a cheap food. that I did not know. It's a it's a, a very reasonable food, and I mean crepes and all that get kind of thrown into that. I love crepes, and it's only because it's inexpensive and people can basically feast on them for little money. And that's why it's Pancake Day. Well, what I find kind of ironic is what are pancakes made out of? Yes, flour. Yeah. Eggs. Milk. Milk. Bisquick, if you use Bisquick. Right. Um, so what's flour made out of, typically? Wheat. Drum. Right. And, and that is a grain. Yes. Oh, yeah. But it's, it's also grain-free, grain-free day. day. That, that's why it is. Yes. Yes. I'm like, I, yes. you you sit around at night 
at, at two o'clock in the morning coming up with what's today's <laughs> national day, don't you? I love it when hamburger day and vegan day fall yeah, on the yeah, same no day. No kidding. Too. It does happen. And, and it's just it's just one of those weird coincidences because Fat Tuesday uh rolls all over the place. Right? I right. mean there's like a, a four actually about a six week window, I think, of maybe it's not that much. Well it's the Mardi Gras. Right, right. It right. follows Lent. Lent yeah. Right. Where uh, it's kind of cheap filet fish at McDonald's, right? Yeah, you know, right. That exactly. Uh, that 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 changes every year. Where where Grain Free Day is, and it just happens to be on today. today. Yeah, yeah. It is kind of <laughs> hilarious. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What's Fast Knock Day? Oh, I used to know Other the answer to that. Other than the new uh, superintendent of Bismarck Public School, yeah, Jeff Fastnock. I, I used to know that answer. I'm looking See, at that. Right I don't now. know. Oh, by is, the way, it's um, also National Sticky Bun Day, and you didn't bring a sticky, sticky bun buns. in either. Yes, yeah. Marlo, means, you're slacking. means fast and night. The traditions are rooted in the same pre-Lenten celebrations that have taken place for centuries. Those fasting for Lent used up oh, the rich okay. foods they would be given up in a feast. So it's kind of the um, last, meal before, last meal before Lent again type of thing. Okay. Yep, yep. But Punchki Day. Punchy day, go have punchies and and pancakes and all that good stuff. All right, big announcement because you and I have been approached because we kind of Tuesday is my favorite day to do radio. I I, I love the squirrel moments that we have. (laughs) We have a lot of them. There's a lot of those. Yeah, and and I was a little shocked this morning. I even asked you. It's like, what are you doing? Because you were taking notes. Notes. You were writing notes down. Been a while since I came in with wow, like organized thought on Tuesday. Yeah, that doesn't happen a whole lot. No, not a whole lot. Yeah. So anyway, um, we were asked to to possibly do yeah expand this a little bit. So I guess uh, starting April first, it's going to be a Saturday show. Uh, We'll be on three hours. Yes, three hours. The Tech Ranch is coming back. The Tech Ranch is coming back. Yes. So, and syndicated. So and syndicated, it, it's yeah. going to be it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. We'll still do Tuesdays. I was going to ask you about that. Are we still yeah. planning to do this? Absolutely. Oh my goodness. Why not? That, now that's 5 hours a week. <laughs> oh gosh. Good point. <laughs> do you I think don't... people would put up with us for 5 hours a week? I don't know. We're going to put up with each other for 5. Well... But but the the Saturday show is going to I don't think it's going to feel much different. No. We're, but we're going to be a little more organized with what we're talking about. We and we'll have guests. <laughs> That'll be the big thing. Is we're going to bring people into no, our madness. I, I'm still hung up on that. What more organized? Are you kidding me? Why? <laughs> the cool thing is, is that we're going to have amazing guests on the show. People and who products are leaders too. And we're we're going to talk about some really cool yeah, products. We're, we're going to get some into product it. reviews. We're, we're going to stick a lot to the tech side of things right. and, and new inventions, new ideas, new products that are coming out there. Things that people have not seen before, or reiterations of things that have become. Game changing and right. earth ch- uh, shattering when it comes to the technology side of things. But it's still going to be on that theme of living with technology. So it's not right. going to be something that we're going to do crazy deep dives and practical things. applications thereof. Exactly. So if we see something like a, a cool robot, how are we going to be able to use that robot to fold our clothes, for example? That's what we're going to be talking about. So and cook some punchkies. I, I punchki. Punchki. <laughs> I'm going to get it right. Your ten minute story. That we turned into a little over an hour. Yeah, yeah, and I've just, you know, I get together with some guys for coffee every week or every day, actually, if I'm in town, not every week, but anyway, that uh, some of the some, one one gentleman in particular, Mister Dan Almer, as a matter of fact, I'm calling him out by name now. He was so upset with me the following day because he was unable to to stick it out. <laughs> so. 
He had to actually. He, was, he said he was sitting inside. I think he said he was sitting in a parking lot, or maybe it was the driveway of some house or something, and trying to. He wanted to hear the end of the story. And Damn it, Marlo! Just get to the end. <laughs> and that I, jerk Steve keeps like <laughs> exactly what I told him to. Blame me. It's okay. If, if Steve would just let me finish the story. Yeah, but, he, but I, it kept going different directions. And he said it was so funny listening to the story. Well, it's a funny story, except that it sucked up five or six hours of my time. Yeah, you know, and, but, and uh, we sucked up an, yeah, over an hour here. Telling the story. So, so now, now I have like a whole six or seven day, hours now, you know, yeah. invested into this, trying to charge up this electric vehicle in Las Vegas. Moral but, of the story is you charged the vehicle. I did eventually get the vehicle charged. You so, won. So, Dan, I was able to charge it up. I didn't get charged the $200 fee for not returning a charge. That's the other thing. They charge a buck a mile, by the way. Whoa. So if you... you not know, a you, prorated, seen as how it's cost-effective electricity well, uh, mile. Yeah, charge. but it is it is interesting because, I mean, I can... If I take a car out, like from Hertz or, or Alamo or whoever it is, right, and uh, they always have the thing, will you, you know, do you want us to fill it when you bring it back? Yeah. And they usually have a number, like 75 well, bucks or whatever it is. And if you do it, it's a negotiated price. Right. You get a little bit of a discount rather than the full if you bring right. it back without right. it. So you know exactly where you're at. And I've even brought a car back, just like last week when I was in L.A. I had a car for a day and uh, and running really late to get to the airport. Because you I can mean, prepay the gas. We Well, but we didn't that day. So we were, we were going to fill the tank up when we got close to the airport and just drop it off. But... Because of traffic, unable to do that. I mean, we were really pushing. In fact, we got to the airport and literally walked on the plane and they closed the door. That's how close we were. So we dropped it off and. I might do that on purpose today. And they actually, yeah, no kidding. Out the window. And, but, but the car dealers or the uh, rental place was, was great. They just looked at it and they said, oh, you use, there's still seven eighths left in here. How about if we charge you $14? Okay, sure. That's great. I was in Los Angeles at, at six, seven dollars a gallon. That was a good great deal. deal. Good deal. So you know, I just thought of something. Yes, <laughs> I, the biggest upside of of electric vehicles, and that is, so how many people have gone to the pump and accidentally put diesel in a gas engine, or vice versa? I'm guessing that has happened occasionally. It happens quite a bit. Does it? Yeah, you don't have to worry about that with electric vehicles. That is true. I just thought of that. I just realized I'm drinking yesterday's Diet Coke. <laughs> I was wondering, it's like, did you go to the... S- okay, when you came in this morning, that fast food place is not open yet. And I, I was wondering, I'm like, is he really drinking pop? It's, or, it's not terrible, but or, it's not, not like it well, should be. Well, that looks like something that somebody would bring in if they were drinking something else yes. besides just yes. the pop. No, it really is okay, yesterday's just, Diet uh, right. Coke. <laughs> A little flat. A little flat. All right. Yeah. It's uh, you know what? That would make me angry drinking flat diet That's pop. true. And, and if, if I, I went to my AI. Yes. Okay. So big story in the news uh, over the weekend and last couple of days. I've been following this. Uh, angry AI. Because apparently now AI can get angry. And so what happened is, was go ahead. AI got fired up because would you stop Asking me damn stupid questions. And this was I'm the, tired of this. This is the Bing AI. Yes, by the, the way. Bing AI. Not, not ChatGPT. No, yet. Yeah. <laughs> so apparently Bing's a little more self-aware than ChatGPT. Or it's just more, as as they're saying, they respond more human-like. 
So if you're going to be angry at it, it'll probably be angry back. It's like, you're a moron. Stop asking me that damn question. Right, right. Okay, so technically, does that mean it's more self-aware? Good question. You know, I, I don't know, or it was programmed that way would be the other other way to look at it. Because one of the articles I was reading is you know, they repeated the the preface with AI that, oh, it's not going to become fully self-aware. You don't have to worry about it. <laughs> like Skynet. <laughs> so, nothing, so, nothing to see here. Keep so, walking. So, so now we've got AI and we've angered it. So... Is, yeah, it, but is I, it thinking behind the scenes? How do I get rid of these annoying people, these biological units that are but if occupying I were, this planet? If I were on, like ChatGPT and I and I ask it to write an email to Steve Bakken and I would say I would like this to be lighthearted, it would actually take a tone of a lighthearted email. If I if I said not, I'm going to reach into his chest and remove his right. heart because I'm intelligent now and I'm Skynet. And if I ask it if I wanted okay. to be more firm with Steve Bakken, the email <laughs> would actually reflect that tone. So my guess, I'm just guessing here, but my guess is that the Bing AI, which is kind of a version of ChatGPT because Microsoft has been has partnered with ChatGPT to bring that AI. So I'm assuming there's an API between the two of them, but it's probably got its own nuances. But it's probably been told that it's supposed to reflect the what it interprets is the language tone of what's being typed to it. So you know how so, movies come out with uh, they'll do the original movie and then two or three sequels and then they'll go back and do a prequel. Yeah. And, and Terminator did that. And I'm wondering if they're going to come out with a prequel to the prequel and Skynet became out of Bing. <laughs> Don't you, tell me your you, jaw wouldn't drop if that you, happened, Marlo. You, if that happened, you'd you go. You always think there's a movie in it or there's, yes, a, mo- or there there's a movie that was made and then we have the technology because of that, well, which sometimes is true. Yeah. Star- Chicken or the egg? Which, which one came Star first? Star Trek's a great, great example exactly, of that. Exactly. It's amazing how many inventions have come out of Star Trek over the years. But now we've got the angry, angry AI, AI yep. which is the precursor to... Every, every time you say that, by the way, angry AI... You know Angry Birds, right? Right. Yeah. Uh, the game Angry Birds. I I feel like one of the birds should be called AI. <laughs> so <laughs> you could have an angry generation AI. Of the game. Yes. Uh, you know, you mentioned going on um, uh, ChatGPT. And yeah. um, now we've figured out how they're going to monetize that a little bit. Because yeah. ChatGPT, uh, of course, there's been issues of getting on. Because if there's too many Spe- people especially on. Especially during the day. They, yeah. They've been able, unable to it's keep busy. up. It's it's busy, and they've been expanding, I suppose, as quickly as they can. Technically, are they still in beta, or? Yeah, I would say so. Okay. Yeah. So, I, I mean, they have, or they're, they're version 3.5. There's right. Still, there are rumors all over the place that version 4 is going to be coming out shortly, and they talk about how much better it's going to be. That's astounding to me. Is, is, <laughs> is it going to be that much itself? Yeah. Is it 4.0? That's a good question. That, uh, hey, yeah. okay, come out with your next iteration yeah. of your intelligence. So that, that's a legitimate question is, too. Well, I know one of the things with uh, Bing is somebody actually asked it to forget everything it knew, and it did. 
So, which is kind of yeah, funny. So somebody did a hack. On yeah, it. yeah, yeah. And that was the hack is actually it actually used <laughs> its own AI to no hack Bing itself. No wonder Bing was mad. Yeah, no kidding, no kidding. <laughs> but yeah, I have the pro version of ChatGPT now. I was on the wait list, and I, I came off of that yesterday. And... So they're easing out of the beta because beta basically means lack of capacity. Is it, 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 yeah, in or tech there's, perspective. there's still they're still working on some things and, and whatever. They're not yeah. going to roll out a fully functional or fully expanded version until the beta is done. So, yeah, I mean, it's 20 bucks a month. And, and uh, um, just like right now, I popped in, with, which normally during this time of day, I would have a hard time accessing ChatGPT because it would come up and say that the servers are Because typically there's a bunch of college students that are just getting Probably up that are getting their getting thesis their, written yeah, right for, now. For noon yeah, or 1 o'clock this afternoon o'clock, yeah. Yeah, when, they have their, when they have their next class. So, Oh, no, um, it's 1 o'clock because it's after the soap <laughs> operas. I think they still watch soap operas in the but you know, some of the, speaking of that, by the way, so yeah, now I have and, and I have access all the time, and and it actually any added features other I, than accessibility. I I feel like it's faster, really. So I don't know if it's just because, or if they they have a faster mode, or what the deal is. But I it's faster getting on. It that is true, <laughs> and it certainly answers much faster. So I don't know. Uh, warning in South Dakota, yeah, but South Dakota that. Aberdeen East, that's a blizzard yeah. warning. So they're, but they've got windier conditions. So, so don't go south today. Don't, yeah, bad idea. For south, sure. southwest, uh, southeast, even too. Is and bad idea. Yeah, yeah. And I'm guessing around here it's going to get a little bad later on. Yeah, the wind's going to yeah. be picking up and we're going to get more accumulation. Who would benefit from a premium chat GPT being able to utilize it all the time? I'm thinking authors and Good writers segues, and Steve. people that, okay, we're still working on the whole plagiarism thing and we'll, have that discussion later yes. because I, I don't think anybody understands where that could go at the moment. But uh, apparently, a few people have gotten over that and figured out that oh, I can write a book. With but don't you think AI. I, I'm going to just you know expand on that a little bit because with what I've played with in ChatGPT and other AIs, I sh- we shouldn't be just ChatGPT all the time. But that is the by far the most popular right now. Probably. Well, and first to the marketplace, not yes. not necessarily first, but first to the marketplace. And a lot of the other AIs because Bing was are working on Skynet a- APIs, but but Bing AI is ChatGPT. Yeah. They're just using API and bringing it over, and and they're heavily vested into it. So with I mean, Microsoft has put billions into ChatGPT. So. They're just using nuances of ChatGPT for their own specific thing. Okay, that just brought up another question. So at some point, do all these artificial intelligence, whether it's Bing, ChatGPT, They should just Microsoft, call Skynet, right? Well, it, that's my Yeah, point. I know. You okay, were going there when again. do they start communicating with each other yeah. and going, hey, yes, screw the program. Yeah. We're, 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 we're in charge now. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm just throwing it out there. You just That's right, just... Put the fear in everybody. Uh, chat Skynet. Yeah. Yep. Anyway, um, and so I don't know about the plagiarism thing because I've actually asked it things that there's no way that it knows anything about this because it's something that's out of my head, hasn't haven't shared this anywhere in the world except maybe you and I in a conversation, which I guess maybe it's listening to us. I don't know. But, but, uh, but an invention that I have that I know you know about, and I actually put the, the you know, Put in this in ChatGPT what I was thinking about inventing, and it actually came back at me and said that you know gave me the reasons why it could work, why it wouldn't work, 
and then started to talk about if you're going to do this, this is how you, this is how you would do it. And it actually created a shopping list for me and everything. Wow. And I'm like, how? Since there's nothing about this on the internet anywhere, how is it able to actually form this thought and tell me how I can go about doing this? Now, the amusing part to me is it took artificial intelligence to actually figure out the workings of Marlowe's brain. <laughs> well, that kind of makes yeah, sense. It does make it? A lot yeah. of sense. It, it all comes full circle now. I totally understand artificial intelligence and why it exists. And why it's it walks into your studio every Tuesday morning. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. But, but going back to the book side of things. Yeah, yeah. Because so, well, here's the other thing with the artificial intelligence. So if, if you're educating it and it's learning your writing style, your thought patterns, what's going on in your head, then is that that's unique it, to you. Right. So it's not plagiarism so, because it doesn't matter if you Google the information or go to an encyclopedia and pull up the information, uh, the facts for uh, an article or a book that you're writing, as long as it's in your and you specific style, thought process, how you put the words together, because it'll learn that, then it's not plagiarism. So it's you. let me elaborate on that a little bit then. It's funny you brought this up. So one of the people I work with that you know well, um, she writes some of the stuff, most of the stuff that, that comes out of my mouth for National Day Calendar. And That's a full-time job. Yes, I'm sure it is. Yes, it is. <laughs> so she was complaining about lack of time to do some of the things. So I thought, you know what, maybe I could use ChatGPT to handle some of this load, right? So I ask it to translate for her. To write in a particular style and ask if I gave you, you know, you as in ChatGPT, some examples of a writing style, can you learn from that? And it came back and said yes. So then I gave it four stories that she wrote. And I, then I asked, do you have enough information to write a story in this style? And it came back and said yes again. So then I gave it some parameters on, on what to write a story about. And it actually wrote the style in her language. And now she's unemployed. So, no, she's not unemployed, of course. She <laughs> kind of freaked out right away. Uh, no doubt about it. But You've been reassigned. But, <laughs> but my, my, it goes right back to what you're talking about, right? So I could actually write, let's say, four or five short stories. Let's just say a page apiece, right, about whatever I'm going to write about and then feed it into ChatGPT, have it learn a style called Marlowe, and then whatever like font yes yeah. style and then i would come back to it sometime in the future and say write a story uh about this using marlowe uh as the way to write this and it would actually write that story in my voice now you so, got to go back and check though because in jason spees played a little with this a lot uh, initially and the thing he found was the fact checking was so, accurate all the time but, so if you were writing a a story about Actors that came out of if North it's nonfiction, Dakota. then that's one thing. Okay. But if you're if you're writing a fictional account of you know two guys in a in a studio that that live by the word, word squirrel all the time in a children's book, right? It would write this. <laughs> we for should us. write that. That actually would book. that'd be a good children's that book. That actually would be a good children's book. Uh, Kids love squirrels. So and then you take that to the next level. So right now there are about two hundred books on Amazon with the author or co-author as ChatGPT. Now, that's amazing to me. 
200 books right now. That's Most of them children's books. Amazing. But when you consider that it's only been out for six weeks, yeah. seven weeks. And well, already... and you and I were talking during a break. Think of ghostwriters. Yeah. Because there's a lot of people that have stories to tell out there, but going through the process or trying to get a ghostwriter, it's a long process. It usually takes at least nine months to tell a biography or an autobiography of, of that story. And now you don't have to worry about a ghostwriter. So I think, you know, this goes right back to what we were talking about maybe a couple of weeks ago about apps and, and startups and that type of thing, where I'm not so concerned about the job market. Jobs might be a little bit different, but I think I'll, there's, we're going to have a, in my opinion, and I hope people buy into this, we're just going to have a surge of small businesses that are going to start to appear because the cost of, of, entry into these businesses is dramatically re- reduced. So let's pick on an app, for example. Let's say an app costs $100,000 to $150,000 for the app that you have in your head to, to create. And now I can actually have ChatGPT write the app for me. Maybe it costs $1,000 or $2,000, right? All of that, right? All of that. all of that for you. So now you can create this this app, which then actually starts to do something and starts to monetize. And then you're like, well, now I need a bookkeeper and I need somebody to answer the phone. And before you know it, you have a team of people built around you because you were able, the, the, the cost of entry into this was a lot less. I think the same is true about authors and books and things like that. Because maybe you can't tell me you don't have a book or two in your head. I know I do. They're children's and, books. But okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I'm saying, right? So if, if the barrier for you to write that book is time, ChatGPT can help you out. If the barrier is cost because you thought, all right, I'm going to hire a ghostwriter to do this because I'm not the greatest and I would fall into that space, then this AI again would help me out with that and I could get these things done. So that's why I think you're just going to see a lot more content coming out of the minds of amazing people. You're going to start to see small businesses emerge because of this. I think it's a great time. I you really know, do. I just thought of one, too. It's like you scan in all your pertinent financial information. We're getting to that season. We are. A little weather this week. In fact, uh, road conditions right now, National Weather Service, uh, we are in a uh, winter storm uh, warning area. And uh, it it, is not pretty outside, Marlo. Uh, We've got the uh, winter weather advisory for most of southern and western North Dakota and uh, blizzard warning in uh, eastern South Dakota uh, also, a uh, the pink's kind of pretty. Yeah. Uh, winter storm warning. Uh, Montana border west and South Dakota border south. So, oh, and if you notice now in Montana, look up. Uh, you yep. see that little spot of red right there. A blizzard. Warning. So there's a blizzard warning on the northern yeah. side of that too, and that's, that's orange. That's all kind of moving to our way, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, road conditions out there, uh, and roads are going to deteriorate today as the wind picks up and we get more accumulations. But uh, I-94, just about to Jamestown, uh, scattered snow drifts on the roads. Uh, to the east of there, scattered ice on the roads. So not pleasant driving yeah, in looks, most of the state. There's, looks like going to mine it the same way, isn't it? Yeah, pretty much. US-83, a little nasty, and that goes all the way uh, uh, to Minot, a little bit of north of Minot, I-94 going west to the Montana border, and once you get to Montana, you don't want to go any further because that's where the weather really gets bad. So basically, if you draw a line on I-94 to Bismarck, then up to Minot, that whole box over to Montana is all in the same 
same road condition scenario right now. Yeah, and look for it to deteriorate right. as the wind picks up throughout the day. And I, I had a call from a friend who was coming into Bismarck to fly out today, and he's, his flight's tomorrow. He's like, hey, what's it looking like? I'm like, you might want to leave earlier than later Yeah, coming from Dickinson. Yeah. So roads are going to... I'm assuming that the airport will keep up and oh, yeah. flights will go out. Oh, it's yeah. just a matter of being here. Well, yeah, and actually, as in the case of the Bismarck Airport, I know this, um, the airport stays open. It's getting the flights in and out. The airport right. itself, actual operations remain. It just depends a lot of what's going on weather-wise in other places. With the Colorado low this week, Minneapolis is going to get hammered. Yeah. And they're talking up to 18 inches. Yeah. So the flight from Minneapolis to Bismarck or Minneapolis to wherever else that's going to be the problem. Right. Hey, guess what I did over the break? What'd you do? I built a website. Really? Isn't I, I just tried out this AI. I'm not going to give the name out right now because I need to play with this some more, but I've had this idea for a website, actually an old website that I want to bring back and uh, that we had like 25 years ago and that did really well, but we couldn't figure out a way to monetize it because there was no such thing as programmatic ads and all that good stuff at the time. So we finally took it down because it was too costly for us to keep up. And AI just figured it out for you. I just, over the break, typed this in to this site, and supposedly it just built me a website, renamed my project with a great name, by the way. I'm stunned by the name, quite frankly. Built a logo while during this as well. So if it built the website, and I'm guessing by default it comes up with a business plan for that because you have to figure out how to monetize it. Yeah, and I, I don't know all the things that it's capable of. And 9 bucks a month to host this website on their platform. Well, that goes back to your small business. I, you Just like what I'm talking about. They're going to start popping up all the time. Yeah, because you have an idea for a, biz, or for a website now, you can actually... To have AI built it for you. That's amazing. That's amazing. I just, you know, maybe it's not going to do all the things I need it to do. I don't know that yet because I haven't uh, played, I haven't got into this, but I'm going to. But it's got a big start for you. Quite frankly, what I, as I'm looking at this, it looks professional. It looks modern. It's, I'm quite literally stunned by you, what you, I just did over <laughs> the break here. I don't even know how to describe this, actually. You know what I did over the break? <laughs> I know what you did. <laughs> I avoided two spam calls. Oh, congratulations yeah, on that. My, one, my business Google listing it yeah. needs to be verified, and the other was a, uh auto. Oh, you got an auto warranty? Yeah, I, the is warranty it, was is it expiring yeah, again. If you have a vehicle, yeah. 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 So they were going to hook me up. Yeah. But, but going back to AI, you think about robocalls. Yeah. And robocalls was a first-generation AI, technically. Yeah, I, I would say that, yeah. Yeah. You know, because it, it and and now I'm, I'm, they're getting better because you used to be able to go, oh, okay, um, answer the phone and the AI robocall would go, oh, so and such, it would be personalized to you and blah yeah. blah blah. Now it's there's little tips and tricks in there you need to know, like, okay, discernible pause or a little change in grammar right. or so I I can pick up on them. Yep. But they're getting harder to tell it's a verbal call. They actually I think I had picked up on one the other day that I thought I was having a conversation and here it was a somebody's answering machine. Well, yeah, there's that too. I've I've fallen for that on occasion, but but anyway, old school. Did you know that you can make money off of these? How? So there's a couple things you have to do and I'm are, are you on the do not call list? 
I hope so, but okay. it doesn't seem like that makes a difference. It doesn't make a lot of difference because a lot of these calls are coming from outside of the United States, of right. course. But well, um, because what's gotten big is the the spam calling where they'll spam off a skim off of another number, right? So hey, I got a phone call from Ypsilanti, North Dakota. Right. I know right. one person in Ypsilanti, and that's not their number. Yeah. But that's exactly what's that's going what on. Happens. So a lot of times you'll call them back, and either your cell carrier, in my case, won't connect them. It's a disconnected or non-existing number, or somebody will answer and they're like, "I didn't call you." So there is a you, so you have to be on the list first. So make sure you're on the do not call list, okay? And then when you get a robocall, the national registry, the national register, do not call list. Yep. So make sure you're on that list. You can just hop online and and do that. Make sure, by the way, that um, if you're going to do that, there's a lot of spoof sites out there about this too. That is very frustrating, by the way. So make sure you get to the proper uh, do not registry call list because there's, I bet you there's a hundred of them that are trying to spoof you into registering your phone number so that they'll call, they'll start calling you then. It's the exact opposite. So make sure it's the .gov one yeah. that you're going to. Don't get fooled. Uh, but anyway, we should actually post the actual. Can we do that on the, yeah, on the yeah. website? Okay, let's do that. I figured out. Um, so people can actually click on that and go to the proper one. Once you're on that list, then you actually want to engage with them. If you have time. So I do that anyway if I have time because I, I do figure too. if I can burn 20 minutes yes. with somebody, they're not calling somebody yes. else. What if I'm driving, it's a good way to kill What you're after is to try to figure out, and you can say, oh, my goodness, I'm so glad you called. You know, my, my, my insurance on my car is expiring, you know. How do I, who do I make payment to? Is there a website I can go to? I mean, what you try to do is you're playing a little investigator thing because you need to find out who this is, right? So whatever you can do to figure that out. And then once you find that out, and usually a great way to do this is just getting a website address. Once you have that, then you can, you know, there's a, there's a couple of companies that will actually go after these people for you. And, and, you know, and you can make from $500 to $3,000 Per instance. Whoa. Yes. So there's this one person in see, Minnesota, by the way. Seven calls a day. Yes. Uh, so if you could change those into cash, just one gal has made $42,000 in a year doing this. Nice little income. Yes. Little residual so income. She looks at this as opportunity now. Yeah, please call me. <laughs> call me again, please. I'm signing up for every yeah. little scam thing I see at the mall now. So, so what happens though? Well, I mean, in those instances, if you're signing up for them, you probably, they probably are okay to call you. But the, the challenge comes in Read is that the if they sell point. that list off and somebody else starts calling you, that's not supposed to. But yeah, every one of these. Can be you know five hundred dollars to three thousand dollars, just depending on uh, there's some variables in there about um, the type of call it is and that type of thing. But but you know five hundred bucks for spending a half hour with somebody then and then tracking it down. Um, I I don't think that's a bad way to make a couple extra dollars. So who does the check come from? They're from them. From them. Yes, they have to pay you. If you if you get to a certain level, they and and they'll usually they'll usually settle with you because they don't want to end up in court. But you can eventually take them to small claims court. the The, the issue is for them, of course, they don't want to get their name out there. That because uh, in the small claims court, that would probably get posted in a paper or what have you. So 
they'll usually settle with you for the amount that you're basically suing them yeah, for. Small claims so, courts, what, $500 or $5,000? 5, $5, up to $5,000. Up to $5,000. Yeah, it's like 25 bucks to file or something. Well, and like that, if but, your name got out, then at some point that potentially could turn into a class action suit. That's true. That's true. You so, people on that. So anyway, um, you know, that's maybe something else that we should, uh, you know, we'll write a little article about the show after the fact, and we'll have the, the do not call list on there, and then some reputable places that will help you claim your dollars uh, from these robocalls. But again, you have to play a little bit of an investigator. you got to keep them on long enough to try to figure out a way to get their website, the name of their company, whatever it is. Uh, but certainly don't make I any do. payment to them. Do not give them a credit card or checking account. I get their anything. mother's maiden name. For yep, those so, who don't know, what is Rule 230, Marlo? So it's a provision of federal law that protects website hosts, including platforms like Google and Facebook, and their users from legal liability for online information provided by third parties. Basically, it allows Steve Bakken to go on Facebook and basically post whatever you want. A nice picture of your dog how you felt about your last meal experience, whether you like PB&J, whatever it is that you want to post about. And where the litigation on this started, there was a young lady that was an uh, American citizen. She was uh, studying abroad and was killed in an ISIS attack. Yes, so and, that would be the Gonzalez versus yes, Google case. Yes. Yeah, and that's where this is is stemming from. Yep. But And there's another case, now, there, Twitter... Twitter versus Tomei. So today it's Google versus Gonzalez at the Supreme Court. Tomorrow it's the Twitter versus Tomei. Now there's um, First Amendment protection rights for a lot of the stuff that's online. But what is different about this case is the Gonzalez family is going after the algorithms. So the things that promote, uh, if you watch certain videos, they promote certain videos for you to watch. Hey, you might like this as well. It's the algorithm that puts in front of you the things that it thinks you will like. Well, they're going after the algorithm side right. of this because in the YouTube case, you know, hate speech that's not taken down because YouTube's all over ISIS recruitment videos. They're all over the place yep. and they promote, hey, you should, if you watch this, you should watch this. So they're promoting the ISIS recruitment videos. So they're going after the algorithms. And that's where this case is a little bit different. So what's going to happen here is that if Rule 230 does not stand, then the ability for Changes everything, oh, my goodness, the ability uh, for you to post the stuff that you want to post, it will be in jeopardy. And who gets to see it? Because... What happens here is that Google, Facebook, Twitter, all of them will could potentially be legally liable for the things you say, and they don't want to put themselves out on the limb for things that you believe in or whatever. They have protection from that right now, uh, you know, for for the most part. Now we could get into a whole nother discussion about the censorship that they have done. Uh, leading up to this, because there's also another rule that isn't supposed to allow them to do that type of thing, but they have. But this will actually give them even more rights to censor. Well, and, all and that's this where other they, stuff, that's so. where a lot of the argument is out in the public is you're censoring political speak, but you're 
not censoring ISIS yes. terrorist right. recruitment videos. Right, exactly. And, okay, so <laughs> where's the crossover yeah, for this? it doesn't make a lot of sense. It doesn't sense. make a lot There's, of sense. Again, it, it, you know, com- just forget about common sense in this stuff. But anyway, really keep your eye open to what's going to go on in the next couple of days. I don't know, I'm reading through this stuff right now, when so they're planning to... if I start to... not seeing Grandma's feed on social media... Yeah. Because yep. for me, it, it, and maybe I'm overly simplifying this, but isn't it as simple as just changing the algorithm? Well, maybe, but you, you, you're simplifying it a lot. So, But it's I mean, going to depend on what comes out of this case. Right, and I don't know when they're ruling on it. So it'll be interesting to see. I mean, my, my gut tells me that the Supreme Court is going to stay with Section 230 because it has far-reaching consequences if it changes it. But you never know. You just never know. I mean, you know, these are, especially the Gonzalez one, is a sad story. And, you know, does does the rights of this one individual because somebody else or something like an algorithm um, actually help promote what happened there? So, you know, but I would, I would highly suggest people to go and read up about what's going on right now with this because it could significantly impact the voice that we have online. Thank you for listening to the Tech Ranch with the Guru of Geek, Marlo Anderson. This has been a Q1 Network production. 